Hello. Hi, Emma. Hey, Jack. Are you free to talk? Yeah, of course. What's on your mind? Hey everyone, hope you're doing okay and welcome back to another episode. So I have not been in the mood to record and nor has Jack to be fair for a few weeks now. Um, I'm sure we'll get into that in this episode but long story short I just haven't got much to say at the moment as I'm working on a few different things at once um, so my brain is just constantly divided into these little sections of things to do, things to remember, who to email or check in with for kind of work or my projects, my research and it's been really good because it's keeping me busy especially through social distancing and kind of this easing out of lockdown period but actually it's got to the point where when I do have time that isn't scheduled for something um, I've really struggled to hold a conversation <laughs> Because my mind gets a sense that it's kind of okay not to be totally switched on in that moment. So instead, it's like I completely switch off and go the other way. Um, so I know it's not a permanent state and our situations are all changing all the time. So I'm sure you can relate to some of this in some way at some point through lockdown. Uh, yeah, the work will end eventually. The deadlines will come soon enough, probably sooner than I'd like them to. But that's where I am right now and it's been a bit of a weird one with things like the podcast or even social media because they are hobbies that I can't give my full attention to even though it would be so fun to like chat for a living. Um, it's just not where like my whole heart is at the moment so I am really really sorry because I love making these episodes and bringing you a bit of entertainment, a bit of information and stuff like that. Um, so I'm getting back into it, basically, and this episode is really fun because we're bringing with you, or bringing with me, <laughs> to you, a lovely guest who is a friend of mine that I first met on my undergrad, so the education one, not the geology one, although shout out to the geo girls. And we're speaking to Karina today. Karina is one of the sweetest people I know. She is a mutual lover of art and painting, so we're both uh, art lovers. And in fact, we have the similar kind of painting style in some of our work, uh, but Karina specializes and is actually commissioned to do a lot of her work focused on Islamic art and really beautiful Arabic calligraphy. So a fun fact, um, I did actually at one point sell quite a few paintings and this was during my dissertation. Most people tend to cut their working hours uh, to focus on that final push of the research, but I on the other hand decided to keep working and to start an online art business. <laughs> typical but what is really cool about Karina is that she's so super talented and lovely that her artwork has actually taken off and now this is her main job so that's really cool and that's something that not a lot of us could say like I'm a professional artist so I really wanted to chat to her today um she has tons of followers on Instagram and she's really popular on TikTok now which I only found about recently because I'm more of an Instagram person than TikTok user but it's actually so satisfying to watch the painting and the works in progress so when it's as detailed and as pretty as the calligraphy and art that Karina makes it's just a really cool video to watch I can see why TikTok is a, is a great platform for her as well yeah we were supposed to do this episode in literally 2019 uh, but life got in the way we graduated that year we both went on to do different things and I am just awful when it comes to keeping communications so whoops <laughs> but back then I did ask Karina about her background in studying and creating art and as you'll hear in this episode she explained that she never really thought she could make a living in the arts but fast forward to nowadays working full-time on these commissioned pieces 
she describes them as Islamic art that describes a positive message with religious and motivating aspects, which is really cool. I absolutely love Karina's style of painting. Like I said, we both use similar techniques, so maybe I'm biased, um, but we will discuss that in our little chit chat for this episode. So I hope you enjoy this snippet of the life of a creative, an artist, and what could be more inspiring to get out the pencils or paint sets on these really rainy days, like the ones we've been having recently. These storms are pretty crazy. We're forced to be inside a bit more than the last couple of weeks where we had all that gorgeous sunshine. So it's a really good time to get those kind of creative juices flowing. So please enjoy Karina. So I am with Karina. Hey, Karina. Hi. How are you doing? Good, thank you. How are you? Good. I'm good, thank you. So we always do this when we record. It's like we've not been on the phone for a few minutes, but we actually have. (laughs) (laughs) But So we've kind of had a bit of a catch-up, but just for the listeners of this episode, um, I know Karina through our undergrad degree at uni, so we both did English Language for Education as a a degree. So good times, Karina. It was fun, wasn't it? I can't believe it's a whole year later. I know it's absolutely crazy because we actually did mean to do this chat like ages ago because we've always kind of bonded over the artwork but yeah Yeah. so I remember you always being so artsy and creative at uni even just through like your stationery and how like nice your notes were and stuff I was like this girl is cool I like this (laughs) but just for the listener you did send me this really lovely little background bit of information once because I was like oh just send me a little bio through but you know, time has passed and I don't know where that is anymore. So if you wouldn't mind just kind of giving us like an overview of yourself, if that's okay. Okay, so um, in terms of where I am right now, um, I'm currently studying to become a teacher. Um, I've just qualified in my PGCE in primary education. Um, But in terms of me as who I am, um, I suppose people usually describe me as their art friend um (laughs) so having studied art at GCSE and A level it's kind of like as well as my other subjects I was quite into science um art was more predominant in terms of what my interests were and kind of where my skill set was um so after finishing my A level instead of just disregarding arts and going into education which my plan was I decided to keep it as my hobby and um, I remember the summer after finishing my A-levels was when I kind of got into my art Instagram page at KKSR and um, I just started to produce different pieces of artwork and just experiment and do things that I hadn't done in college previously so a lot of like watercolour, acrylic and um because in college and when you study art in education it's a lot of it starts off being a lot of artist referencing so mm. i just decided to explore through just different mediums and yeah and then i just carried on with that and kind of it, it's always been there in the background so while studying my undergrad um as you know i was doing art like every day just yeah. for fun as well as the business and yeah it's what i'm currently doing right now whilst we're in lockdown Oh, I love it. And it's, you work with a lot of um, different mediums. So, you, you know, I've seen you do mm-hmm. watercolour and sketch and pens and mm-hmm. the acrylic pour is the thing where we really cross over because we both yeah. experiment with that a lot. I love that. Like, I just think it's the most fun, creative kind of medium. 
But just Definitely. for the listener, if they're like, what the hell is an acrylic pour? <laughs> um, yeah. It's basically where you mix a pouring medium with different acrylic paints. And I don't, do you ever use water in yours? Um, sometimes, just to make it a bit more um, liquidy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you basically mix these different, all in, I use plastic cups. I think you do as well. Yeah, goes, I do. Because yeah. <laughs> I, I just basically followed like the best YouTube tutorial, tutorial I could mm-hmm. find at the time. This was ages ago. And then you've got the, all these cups of different colours and you've got your canvas all prepped and ready. And then you just literally plop the cup, like tip it upside down <laughs> onto the canvas, lift it up, spread it around just like by mo- tilting the canvas and moving it. And you get these beautiful, like sort of swirly patterns. And then if you put mm-hmm. in, I use, um, I actually use something really weird. I use treadmill lubricant as my like oil th- repellent thing. Um, you can put WD-40 in there you can put all these different things in there and it creates Mm -hmm. these lovely bubbles doesn't it these kind of like circles where it splits all the paint and so that's like your background for where you would use it to do a background and then you would do your Arabic calligraphy on top of that background and it's so beautiful and would you say that's like your (laughs) most popular order or is it more of the intricate like detailed drawing ones um I'd say it's <clears throat> sorry my voice went mad um, <laughs> I'd say it's one of my top most popular pieces yeah definitely mm. yeah I think and, people and... like the the fact that it you can mix different colors so sometimes I get asked to do a gray theme which is quite grays white dark grays a bit of black and then there's like the pastels which is nice which I enjoy doing yeah yeah I really like that when it looks like marble sort of thing it's really pretty yeah so you've been really busy in lockdown then if this has been like your main thing to do I know you finished your teacher training now as well and do you think as a teacher you're going to start to maybe want to incorporate art into your classes yeah definitely um I know that teaching is definitely the profession that I want to go into but I know it's not something that I want to do forever so it's one of the things that I'd like to Mm-hmm. um kind of carry out so whilst being a teacher I think art is quite on my mind mm-hmm. in terms of raising the kids to become people who are who kind of find their own uh, individuality when it comes to art so um like when I was on placement for example I started off in a year five classroom and um when I taught art in that year group um there was a lot of kids that would say, oh, um, I'm not good at art or, you know, just mm. they, you could see the self-esteem quite low in terms of when it came to doing art. So having those conversations and giving them a couple of lessons of experimenting and kind of let, letting them find their own kind of, what's the word? Um, like their original. style, I guess. Yeah. yeah, their style. Yeah, is I think that's most important. And then, and then teaching the art. So... Because it's later on that they've come to do art, it's kind of they've built up this identity, these identity issues in terms of art and themselves. Mm-hmm. So um, when I then went into year one, um, it was really interesting when you do art with them because everyone's kind of just going for it and they've, they've not got inhibition. These, yeah, yeah, they've not got these um, constructs in their mind of who they are and what their art is and what a good piece of artwork. So yeah. it's interesting to maybe implement that quite young um, and get them into doing art and become more visual learners mm, as well I think as that's so interesting 
Yeah, I think that that, yeah. that actually, I've just thought of this as well. I, maybe it's something to do with the fact that every other subject, there is like a right and wrong answer. Yeah. There Definitely. is, you know, especially maths and science, a mm-hmm. little bit less in English when you get into some of the creative side of things. But, mm-hmm. you know, in maths, let's say, like there's a lot of maths anxiety that kids have. And yeah. that is usually down to the fact that they just really don't want to give you a wrong answer. And mm-hmm. I think that must really ingrain into their psyche yeah, and, and yeah. be a part of them. And actually, when you yeah. when you do study art or when you do just do art as a hobby or for you, like as a job, it's, mm-hmm. you know, there isn't necessarily a wrong way. There's maybe like a way that you prefer to do or you prefer aesthetically kind of thing. But usually mistakes lead to um, something really cool. Definitely. So, I mean, who thought of that pouring thing for the first time? They must have been <laughs> throwing stuff everywhere. Like, let's they be honest. Poured their paint by accident. Yeah, and like, I oh, wow. they did. Yeah, absolutely, for sure. <laughs> but your art as well is a sense of your identity because it is really personal to you as well. And I know that you were always a creative person growing up. Like you were saying, you chose those options mm-hmm. at school and things. And it sounds like even earlier than that, you were really into art itself and making things but was the islamic art aspect and arabic calligraphy was that something that you Mm -hmm. were doing when you were younger is that something that you've kind of found now that you you can appreciate now that you're older yeah definitely it was something that i started to appreciate as i got older Mm. um so it was actually i think it was my last year of college um around 2014 um, where I just kind of, I think I was, I was either on Instagram or pin, on Pinterest, and uh, there was just some Islamic art that I had seen, and then I kind of just thought, oh, I'd, I'd like to try this. It was more so I was fascinated by the calligraphy itself, right? In terms of like the the different writing styles and how it's thick and thin, so mm-hmm. I just started to practice that, and then <clears throat> I did a few pieces for my friends, and then that's when I'd started my Instagram as well. And I just uploaded some art that I'd just experimented with. And then that's when I gained interest. And then I started taking on orders. And then I've not really experimented much in terms of like the geometric, geometric, sorry, and the pattern side of Islamic art. So that's something that I want to go into. But I'd like to do that maybe on a course, possibly in a environment where the history is so maybe wow. in turkey or morocco somewhere there where i can really learn like from the people that have studied it for years and um, so that aspect i've not really gone into yet i've just kind of gone into a more contemporary style of art so mm-hmm. combining the calligraphy onto paintings that i already do yeah and I mean it is so so beautiful and I bet it's made some amazing gifts for people as well like they really 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 appreciate it I hope so yeah of course I love the way you even put like a little sticker on when you've wrapped it up and it has like KKS art and things it's really really good I do love that um another thing that this is oh you're welcome and it's a bit off topic but another thing I remember about you is that you love old movies Yes, I yeah, do. <laughs> do you think that's something to do with the kind of artsiness of old film and just like how beautiful it is? I think it possibly could be because when you're watching old movies, I think it's like the cin- cinematography that you really admire. And mm. I think obviously there's so much there's so much beauty in films that are produced nowadays. But yeah, I just there's so much you can appreciate from the history of old films and just 
the acting. I just like black and white films as well so much. Yeah, Audrey Hepburn films. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> She's the best, yeah, it's so good. I think as well with those movies, they, they didn't have as much of the technology or even the access to things mm-hmm. by the time. So you kind of had to rely on like choosing really beautiful scenery and really like yeah. aesthetically pleasing things. And like it was really thought out mm-hmm. and stuff. I do, I defo love an old black and white movie as well. So something like really yeah, comforting. Yeah, for sure. So do you ever like put them on in the background then while you're painting? Yes, I do. Always an Audrey Hepburn film. Especially, I think it was when I was doing, like, repetitive patterns, so, like, mandalas and stuff. That's when, because you can kind of just go along with the flow. So it's nice to have a film on in the back that you can appreciate. Yeah, for sure, for sure. So what are some of, if you don't mind sharing, like your favourite mm-hmm. tools and creative techniques and things to use? I know we talked about the pouring and some of the tools for that, mm-hmm. but aside from that, is there anything else that you just really love to do at the moment? Um, so I've always really just enjoyed using pens. So mm. if I can have a pen and just draw away, that's like my favourite thing. I think it kind of um, stems from, in my, I think I started to get into a pen. It was like typography that I studied a little bit in GCSE after and more so when I got into A level there was a uh, unit my final unit was based on built environment and um, I looked into line drawings and just Mm. continuous line drawings so I would get like a gel not a gel pen but it was more like an ink ink pen where Mm. the nib is kind of just rolling and I just draw away and you don't lift your pen up so that's quite Ah. a nice way of just experimenting you just it's so interesting to see the lines like it doesn't have to be straight lines but just wavy lines and I just I just really enjoy doing that and then I combined it with a bit of colour blocking so um, sometimes I would draw on tracing paper and then um, with the pen and then get some sugar paper colour block on onto it so put a bit of splash of colour and then layer them underneath the paint underneath the tracing paper and it kind of gives you this freedom to like compose it properly and that kind of thing I like the idea of using different mediums and layering them together Mm, it's hands-on as well isn't it it's like keeping your hands busy is it's really mindful I think it's a really good like so it's it's almost like sitting and trying to do a meditation but you don't have to concentrate Mm -hmm. on that you can actually just let your hands be busy and then you already kind of sink into that space where you're not going off on every thought you're just kind of in the moment it's really definitely I I always recommend painting to people if they're just like I'm so stressed Mm -hmm. I'm like just put it on paper like what you know how do you feel just like shove it on some paper like even if it's messy it might be Mm -hmm. you might actually find that it's really neat and refined or small but it might be massive and messy and and weird but such a good outlet and I think it really is yeah and you always post like little tips as well which was cool like the other day I saw I was looking through your Instagram because I was like oh I'm excited to speak to Karina about art (laughs) and um I saw that you'd put even just this little tip I thought was really cool so for left-handed people which a lot of artistic people seem to be I don't know if that's like an old wives tale or if it's like an actual thing it does seem to be my art teachers were always left-handed yeah and the creativity and the left-handedness it's almost like the kind of (laughs) not conforming to that because they used to have to like be right-handed it was like you will be right-handed why that's so so weird I know, like imagine so if, yeah, if you were a teacher a hundred years ago you'd have been tying people's left hands behind the back like it's just That's horrible yeah I know but I think when you said use uh work from the back of a notebook mm-hmm. and and I just yeah. thought I would never have thought of that because I am right-handed so I would never have thought of that as a really good um, yeah. technique and why is that is it just more comfortable I think it's basically because of for example the binder section of your notebook or mm. um 
So that can always get in the way when you, cause you turn from, I've got it wrong now, so you turn from left to right. Right. Is that correct? Yeah, we, uh, so yes, usually do, it's yeah. left to right. Yeah. But, Although um, isn't it different turn, in Arabic, actually? Oh yeah, so in Arabic you write from the right-hand side to left. Wow. So that's quite easy for left, well being ah, left-handed, I yeah. find that quite comfortable because I'm not going over my work, so mm. there's less smudging and things like that. So mm. um, yeah, so it was just more so the binder was always in the way. And then, because um, I'm used to using the sketchbook the usual traditional way, but because I was just doing sketches of my own, I thought I'll just do this however I want. So I went from the back and I was like, oh, this is so much easier. And I, if there's any left hands out there, so, um, to do, try it that way. And it, it relieves that tenseness on your hand. Oh, that's great. That's such a good tip. I'd never heard that <laughs> tip before. It's so simple as well. Um, just so yeah. that we can really get the most out of you as well in terms of yeah. people that want to start taking up some art maybe in lockdown they've realized they do have time or they can make time for these kind of mm-hmm. it is like a self-care thing isn't it, it really doing is. art and yeah what yeah. would you recommend they invest in even if it's just nothing that costs a, you know too much but just something mm-hmm. that they might buy to start off what they're doing um, so for a lot, there was a lot of friends of mine who wanted to go into art whilst we're in lockdown because of just mental health as well mm. as um, spare time and something that they've never really gone into before. Um, so I just suggested, mainly I'd say, even if you've got a biro, like a biro and paper is more than enough just to oh, have yeah. a bit of an outlet of sketching, you know, um, having a go at maybe doing toning with pen um, because pencil, it sometimes like if you've not got the right pencil it can it's not as effective so I always say biro is always good um if you just want to get some, some drawings down on paper mm. um but canvases um is great in terms of if you want even if you want to do watercolor if you don't have the right paper um, and you can't get a hold of watercolor paper if you just get a canvas because it's a different medium and it if the bleeding works well on canvas as well oh, um, I didn't just know using that. Yeah, so um, if you're using it just on the usual everyday A4 piece of paper, it it can go crinkly and mm. the water, uh, the paper itself can start to peel. So um, canvas is quite good because it's that thicker cotton sort of material. If you yeah. ju- if you can get a hold of canvas, a canvas rather than a um, watercolor pad, then you can always do that. Um, uh, using I think acrylic pouring is quite an easy method to do if you can't get a hold of high quality paint to do a painting yeah they don't have to be great quality actually I've noticed no. that yeah yeah because I've, I've seen a lot of artists that have started going to acrylic pouring that have just used poster paint mm-hmm. um, and mixing it with PVA glue and water oh, wow. and that seems to work oh, so, um, and I think acrylic pouring when you've done it you just feel so happy because it's like oh it's amazing this creation that you 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 can't really control because the paints just flow itself and by the time it's dried it's it looks different to when it was when you start painting it and then that lovely gloss um, you can put on the top so it's all shiny oh I I absolutely adore it you're making me you're making me want to do it straight after this recording oh yours are lovely I really (laughs) like thank you yeah so um and just really if you can find materials around the house Get a, piece, get a piece of cardboard from your packaging, put it on mm-hmm. um, another medium and then just do a bit of mixed media, do pen going onto it. So it's not, the more freedom that you have into it and the more creative you are, I think the more expressive you can be. And that's 
quite nice for like yeah. your well-being your mental health you know offloading that sort of te- if you're very tense at the moment just like how people enjoy writing lists yes get things off their mind I think the same way with art itself and people doodle like if you're like sometimes if I'm on the phone I I am listening I'm really like intently listening but my my hand (laughs) is busy because I'm kind of doodling doing something for sure like in lectures oh my gosh I was just always doodling I remember you were as well actually to be fair (laughs) but I couldn't help myself my notepads were just covered in it um but you do post some videos and like I put, cause I recorded a little introduction before we started recording our chat on here. And I was saying mm-hmm. that I've only just come across your TikTok. Um, <laughs> cause I don't really use it. I've never really gone on it. I think I have an account. Yeah. I must do, but, um, I'm always on Instagram. So, and it yeah. surprised me. I was like, wow, there's Karina has, cause I thought, you know, you have like lots of followers on Instagram, lots of people that really love your work and interacting with like the artist mm-hmm. side of you. But on TikTok, there are so many people that like, liked your videos and things. I think it's so satisfying to watch, isn't it? That's the thing. Yeah. So, yeah um, TikTok wasn't something that I'd looked at into before before I remember saying to my friends who had it like oh what are you doing on there yeah um, (laughs) it's just weird I think being in lockdown I've just downloaded it and then yeah it really is so it's what's quite nice about it is that you can just make a video and so easily and on there there's so much art so I know that there's a lot of art tutorials art tips that people have been putting up and like a lot of people have got into art through and join lockdown because of tiktok and i think that's quite nice i think what's fun as well is tiktok itself just like someone that uploads and makes stuff for instagram and content and things all of this thing even though we might knock them in terms of like oh influencers or you know oh they're so social media busy (laughs) but actually like it is a creative process you have to be a creative minded person to to kind of appeal on these visual platforms what you're doing Mm -hmm. basically so I think TikTok itself is actually really creative and I think it's really cool for especially the younger generation that are getting into making like these hilarious videos on it like I find those (laughs) videos they're so funny but I love watching the art ones as well so do keep making them because I'm going to be watching them (laughs) for sure (laughs) <laughs> Yay. and then I'm gonna put you on the spot so don't worry if you can't think of an answer but can okay. you think of just before we go okay. one thing that you've really enjoyed about lockdown that you think you might keep going into this next sort of phase anything um, the arty it could be anything I think I think for me it's more so just going going for a walk and not knowing where I'm gonna go that's oh. something that I just I do if I'm just feeling spontaneous and I just want to go for a walk <clears throat> I'll just leave the house and I don't know where I'm going just yeah. go with the flow and it's kind of I think it's the art side in me that just get a blank canvas don't know what I'm gonna do just go for it so yeah yeah and don't be afraid to just like not plan and not have every no. minute scheduled sort of go thing with the flow. And- yeah, love it. Oh, oh well, thank you so much for the lovely chat. Thank you for chat. having me. At least it's we've actually lovely. got around to doing it. As well. I know. It's been I think maybe lockdown was blessing in disguise. I know exactly, exactly, and it's been lovely to catch up with you as well. And um, good really luck is. with all the school stuff because you'll be hopefully, fingers crossed, starting in September with the kiddos yes. and, and bringing lots of art to their life, which is really cool. So yeah, yeah. I'll chat right. to you soon, Karina. But thanks so much. You're welcome. I'll be more than happy to come back anytime. Yay, of course, for sure. <laughs> Definitely. All right. See you later. All right. Then. Take bye. care. Bye, Emma. Bye. Head over to 
Dial M Pod on Instagram, Twitter, and if you want to Gmail us, that's the handle as well. Take care, everyone. Chat to you soon.